Welcome to The Alamon Show. Here, we'll discover the success stories of local business trailblazers, where we discuss topics from marketing strategies to community engagement. You'll gain practical insights for your own venture. Join us weekly to celebrate and learn from our local entrepreneurial heroes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and become a part of our growing community of business enthusiasts and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get started. I've been on TV for TV for numerous things. Uh, I was a personal trainer one time. I got on um, uh, uh, a news network and talked about fitness and stuff like that. The years this ago, was before years, real estate. This is way before real estate. Um, I've been on TV uh, for coaching. I used to be, you know, a, a football coach. So I've been on TV. Where, where did you coach? Oh, um, so I have a pretty extensive resume with coaching. So I, I coached. I was an intern with the Washington Redskins for three years, uh, 03 and then 05, 06. Um, so, you know, I was there for three years and then I went, so I did strength and conditioning there for three years, one year under Coach Spurrier and then two years under Coach Gibbs. And then went to Michigan State University and got my graduate degree there as well as um, I coached football in a role called a graduate assistant. Um, and I did that for three three seasons. Um uh, with Coach D'Antonio over there. Um, so that was a great experience as I got my grad degree. Then my wife and I, uh, you know, my wife was still living here because I'm from I'm from the Northern Virginia area. Um, we're from Centerville. And we're still living here. And uh, she's like, you know, we started looking for jobs. And, you know, we had a job opportunity in North Dakota. And she's like, nope. And yeah. we had a job opportunity <laughs> in middle of nowhere, Michigan. And and uh, I was like, well, why don't we try the high school thing? So then I coached high school for a while and uh, uh, did that, you know, in Sterling and in Fairfax County, places like that. So, and then, you know, we, I transitioned over into the real estate world. Did um, you find a lot of similarities when you transitioned from coaching football <laughs> <laughs> to, because you've got a team? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, so... I think business and athletics go hand in hand together in a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, in business, you want to be competitive, but you also, just like on the sports field, not only do you have to um, be competitive, you have to train and you have to constantly try to get better. It's the same thing in business. So uh, you have to work through issues. There's problem solving that's involved there as uh, as well as in, you know, as well as in business. So I think the two coincide together. I think a lot of realtors are very competitive. That's why it's, it's such a competitive business. And, um, uh, but it's always about trying to get better and trying to work as a team and see how we can problem solve because every property is unique and, and every deal is different. Um, just like every play is different, right? Like, you know, so uh, on the Unless you're like me, I yeah. just started coaching my eight-year-old son's team and I run the same play again and again because I don't know too many plays. <laughs> what team do you, what, t- what do you coach? It's he's eight years old, but it's the NFL flag. Um, okay, are you okay. a coach too? So I'm I'm a coach over in the Aim High League. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a Fairfax County League. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've heard about that one because yeah. uh, Schrader is he? I think I don't know who Chris Schrader. Schrader. Okay, know. his daughter. Okay, is on yeah, because there's there's a girls only yeah uh, division in that league. But um, if you need any tips, I mean, we have a pretty. <laughs> It's we have a, we have our little ja- our little jaguars. We're based out of Aldi and uh, how old are they? Same age. They're eight. Yeah. Okay. They're eight. Uh, they're second. So the leagues go second, third, K first, 
second, third, yeah, fourth, second, fifth, third. and then it goes sixth only, seventh only, eighth only. So okay. um, it's a great league. So if you ever wanted to uh, you know, talk, we can I'm always having, chat about it. I was going to say, yeah, I'm having so much fun. Here's the thing. Before I started coaching, though, mm-hmm. I knew literally nothing about football. And I just yeah. started coaching this season. So Okay. <laughs> okay, time out. Time out. No, no, no offense. No offense. Where, where are all the dads who know football? You know, like... <laughs> There was even even with me signing up, uh-huh. they still were like two coaches short. Oh wow! So the reason why I did it is because my son is really really good. Obviously, yeah. every parent says that, but yeah. my son really is really really good. All right, then we need to bring him to my. Sorry, no offense. Okay. Can I recruit your son? He's Moronk really team. good. Okay, we'll take him. <laughs> he is. Yeah. And the coach, they have this rule: we have to play every kid okay. so much time, and. We would lose games because he wasn't – every time he was in, touchdown, touchdown. T- like this last game, four or five touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Game before that, four mm-hmm. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just just play him. If you want to win, just play him. So that's why I signed up. Not because I knew a thing about football, because I was like, I know I'll learn yeah. as a business owner. Yeah. I'm good at being put <laughs> under pressure and then figuring it out. Right. And so, so far, we lost our first one because he was in Dallas, Texas watching the – the football game. Okay. But okay. then we won our second and third, and I'm right. like, we're going to win every, like. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I like to hear that. Anyways, that was just a little <laughs> offside there. Um, so, football, sorry, we were talking about the connections. Yeah, between. yeah, we were just talking about uh, the connections between, you know, that previous career and, and what I do now. Um, we, we we have a, a team of great agents. Um, You're more but, excited about yeah. football than real estate, huh? No, 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 not not sure? not at all, not up. at all. You lit up. Not well, you know, because I kind of miss it. You know, um, you know how it is. It's uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and because we were talking about your son. And yeah, I love to, you know, I love my both of my. I have two boys. Uh, okay. Both of them play. Um, they're they're into sports a lot, and whenever I talk about them or associated with anything with them, I yeah, yeah. completely you're like up. I'm like the proud dad. You know, I love. Like, I'll say this. I love coaching football and football with my son more than anything else, like more than my job, more than spending time with anybody. Like there's just something that is so exciting about coaching and being on that football field with him. It's fun, right? It's so much fun. I look forward to it. Yeah. It's thrilling. But in real estate, like right now, you know, but when, you know, the best part about real estate is when I call my clients and I'm like, Hey, you know, that perfect home, we got the home and you hear on the other line, like, this cheer and then this sigh of relief and because you know the past three four years in real estate has been so tough to get clients the home that they want and they miss out they miss out they miss out but as a realtor it always and this is my philosophy with anything it always it's going to work out let's just keep on working keep on trying And and it always does it always ends up working out the better home is around the corner and then when they you call them you're like hey guys guess what like you got the house and they're just like ecstatic is the best part of my job. And yeah. that feels every time that happens, that feels like a win. Uh, you can ask my wife, like, you know, sometimes I have her on speaker cause she's like, I want to hear, you know, I want to hear the, you know, like cause she knows moment. that's, that's the special call. And, uh, I love that. I absolutely love that part of my job. So how did you navigate from coach to, cause we didn't hit that spot right there. Between okay. Coach and then becoming a. Right. Right. Uh, so that's agent. a great question. Um, so my mother, was a realtor in Northern Virginia, you know, for 30 plus. She, if you ask her today, she's still a realtor. She's, she's retired, but she's, you know, in her heart. for 35, <laughs> 40 years, she was a realtor, very, a top realtor 
I mean, she's she's worked with them all, any, anywhere from Century 21 to Long and Foster to Jobin Realty to Prudential, back when Prudential was a real estate company, to N- NV Homes. Uh, before NV Homes was a big builder, they were NV Realty. She worked for them as well. I mean, th- so, and I remember going with her to properties as a kid and, you know, feeling like I was involved and then going through these beautiful houses and, you know, I fell in love with it at a young age. Um, so that was that was probably the first part. And, she, and she's been telling me for years, you know, even if you're going to be a coach, have your real estate license. We always think you should, everyone should have their real estate license just in case because everyone's in, if you own a home, you're in, you're involved in real estate. You know, if you rent the home, you're involved. Everyone in America is involved in real estate, unless, unless you're homeless. But everyone should have a license or should know about it because, it's a great way for A, to get wealthy, and, and uh, uh, B, when you do these transactions, to know that you're not getting screwed out of money, you know, um, because there, there are a lot of ways where people can. Um, so she's been saying that for years and years and years. My wife and I, at the time, I was coaching football. We were, we were over at uh, Parkview High School in Sterling, and uh, uh, we were I was teaching PE and and my wife was a, a social worker there and um, just like anybody we had a family and she's like Ferris I want to um, stay home with the kids and I'm like you know we're on teacher salaries right <laughs> um, oh, man. and she's like yeah she's like well my mom did it and and you know I want to do it and and I'm like okay then we need to come up with the plan and and my mother. And my dad, uh, they've been saying for years, get your license. You'll be great at it. You'll be great at it. And I'm like, okay. So I ended up getting my license. And, you know, the goal the first year was to get a little bit of her salary back and try to maintain the bills and uh, and everything. And thank goodness in the first year, I basically doubled my wife's salary in the first year of doing real estate. And, and cut her drawer. And I, yeah, I will. Well, you were still working. I was still, <laughs> I was, I was um, teaching. I was head coach at the high school. I was doing real estate part-time. And I taught and coached for about six years. Then I taught. So I taught, coached, and did real estate for about six years. I taught, coached. Uh, sorry, I taught and did real estate for about nine years. So I had to I had to cut back from coaching because I'd be on the practice field on my phone. We would just be blowing up with missed calls and, and uh, you know, different clients and different people. And I just, I couldn't do that to my clients um, so I, I stopped that and then eventually the business got really big where I could separate from teaching and just focus on just real estate. And then, you know, we started a team and we kind of went from there and that's kind of how, how, uh, it, it, it happened for us. Um, and I didn't realize how much I was going to love real estate until I got into it. Um, like I was telling you before, every deal is different. Every property is unique. There's a there's a challenge behind every single door. Um, then there's competition. You know, everyone knows a realtor in this area. So, kind of separating yourself from from the group um, and making sure that you have impeccable service is kind of like the goal. You know, and I love that challenge as well. It's like you're not going to win every deal, right? But you have to keep on working, keep on going through. And and um, yeah, I just I love the challenge of it. You know, and um, how do you, so how how do you do that? How do you set yourself apart when Everybody and their mom and aunt has their real estate agent or their real estate license. Yeah, yeah. Well, you first of all, you got to separate the people that just do it just to do it and the mm-hmm. professionals, right? I'm a true professional. 
every single deal, every single house, whether it's a, you know, I don't know, a, a hundred thousand dollar condo, you know, little flat to a $2 million home. I treat it like it's my own property because for my client, it's everything to them. It's their biggest purchase. So I think what separates it is the impeccable customer service. Um, people think, oh, realtors is about wheeling and dealing and numbers and this and that. No, 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 no. It's about people. It's about the relationships you have with people. It's about taking care of your clients. And I think what separates the really top realtors like myself and like a lot of the other ones in this area are the fact that we take care of our clients to the best of our ability. We're honest, we're truthful, and, and we, we uh, provide a great service that not everyone does. And that's what separates the special agents from just everybody else. Can you give me a story of like what service means to you? And the reason I ask is because obviously I didn't give you any of these questions because we just have conversations and see no, where no, it happens. No, no, no. So you didn't think through any of it, but no. or you didn't give you the opportunity to think through any of it. But like people always say that we have great service, right? Like yeah. we're the best of the best. Right. Do you have a specific story either that you've heard somebody else that hasn't had that great service that other people have dealt with or on the other side that you guys went above and beyond? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's been times when people have you know, tried, I mean, shoot, I'll tell you a recent story. There was a home in Ashburn, a guy comes for me for the interview and I kind of told him how it was. I said, Hey, this is the pricing of your home. This is what we do. This is the, this is, uh, this is how we market. This is how we're going to get your house in front of everybody. Uh, we have a great marketing strategy. Uh, like our, our marketing team is phenomenal. We get, uh, we get the houses in front of everyone in Loudoun, um, Loudoun, Fairfax, Prince William. We market all over to every single agent. So you know, we don't get the deal. He puts the house on the market with somebody else. I don't know what the other agent promised him or whatever. He calls me two weeks later and he's like, Ferris, I've had a terrible experience. He goes, can you help? Of course. So, you know, we go in there. I said, let's meet again. I said, look, here are my suggestions. So we talked about prepping a home, decluttering, staging a property, getting it ready to go. What are the features that we need to fix? You know, can we get contractors in here to, to fix some stuff? So, we we declut we helped declutter we helped stage the property we got our contractors in there to help paint patch fix some things do some minor touch ups here and there change out the carpets things like that because I mean carpets are super important um, and we went in there and we sold the house within the first weekend uh, wow. above asking above asking price it's again it's the professional realtor rather than the guy that's just gonna, just gonna you know, say, hey, we can sell your home for, you know, 200000 more than what it's worth. Or, hey, we can sell your home basically for free. You know, like we charge what we charge and we charge a really good rate. And um, but we're also honest with our pricing. Uh, the number one mistake that a lot of realtors make is that uh, they, you know, because every seller thinks their house is the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right. Yes. So they're going to say, hey, my house is worth one point five million. Well, we do our we do our market analysis and our market snapshot, and we look at the market and we do our comps and everything like that, and we look at it like, well, really, your house is really at one three. Yeah. Well, this person sold for this. I said, well, here's the reason why you know they got that number for this property, and we know a lot of the back end stories. We know the neighbors already before you know what has happened with their property before we even walk in the door. So. A lot of the times, realtors say, "Yeah, we'll sell it for one one five, and then they get in there and they don't do anything, and they just slap it on the on the MLS, and nothing happens to the property. Um, you know, whereas we, our service is, we get the home ready to go, we price it right, we create 
demand for the property. And then we get people in the door that, you know, uh, probably wouldn't have gone in because our pictures are better. Our, our staging is better. The house is ready to go. It's all prepped. The, the landscaping looks beautiful. It's, it's, you know, basically we try to make a dump into a turnkey property and we do that a lot of the time. And that's what, what separates us from everybody else. And, and I think there was a time period though, where you could literally just slap a sign on and say for sale and those suckers were. Yeah. Yeah. But, but still, it was still, you'll still lose that. Even back then you'd, you'd still lose thousands and thousands of dollars for your clients. Because they weren't, because they weren't properly. Yeah. Whether the market's, uh, yeah, like it was in, in 2001, uh, sorry, 2021, 2022, 2020, you know, uh, a little bit of, not, not really 2023, but 2020, 2021, 2022. Awesome years, right? Every realtor was a rock star out there. We sold yeah. the house in a day. <laughs> but did you get top dollar for your, your client? Did you, did you get, you know, some of our deals were $150,000 over asking price, you know, um, you know, $80,000 over asking. We got, not only did we sell it quick, we sold it with at top dollar. And that's the difference. Yes. Could everyone sell it? Yeah, everyone could sell it. But were they getting, ten, you know, at that time, were they getting 10 offers? No, they were only getting three or four offers. So there's the difference. Adding those extra um, clients that are willing to go the extra step and saying, hey, look, this house is ready to go. We want it. And then we get our clients top dollar. And everyone's happy. I mean, everyone is happy, you know, uh, after they use us. I mean, we're five-star rating across the board, so. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you, yeah. how do you, so right now the market is not smooth sailing. Right yeah. now it's not just Slatha. Right. There's just nothing to right. sell because nobody wants to leave their house right now, right? Because <laughs> of the interest rates and correct, correct. all that yeah. fun stuff. What are you guys doing differently right now, looking into the future? Well. We don't know when this is, isn't, we don't know if it's like six months, one year, three years, five years, right? What are your thoughts? It's a very tough time. It's a very tough time. So here, here's the issue right now. Even though interest rates are high, inventory is still very low. What we're seeing now are, are the three Ds. We're seeing death, divorce, and downsizing. Mm. That's all. We're not seeing the person that's moving from a mid-level townhouse to their forever home. We're not seeing that anymore because they can't leave that mid-level townhouse at a 2.5% interest rate to come and now get a 7, 7.5% interest rate in a bigger home. It's not smart. It's not affordable. So you're right. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very slow year. What are we doing? Well, we're putting the numbers out there in front of people on, on what they should do. Um, and what we've been talking about right now is we've been working with a lot of investors. The people with cash, the people with money who are what we say are they're marrying the price, dating the rate, right? So right now they're buying... And we're, we're, you know, we have lenders that create unique ways to keep their payment lower, whether it's a, whether it's a five one arm or whether it's a two one buy down, um, and these are things I can explain later. But um, we we try to create ways to keep their payment low for the first few years, and then when interest rates drop, they can refinance. But here's the thing: if you're waiting and people are waiting for the interest rate to drop, what do you think is going to happen to pricing? It's going to shoot up like you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. If, if if interest rates get down to as low as even five and a half percent, which is, if you ask anyone, that's a that's a high rate two years ago. That's that's a, inc- crazy. But if it gets down to five and a half percent or anything like that, you're going to see prices surge like you've never seen in in the Northern Virginia, Washington D.C. area, um, because there's a huge demand and there's a lot of people sitting in that house. And then they're going to get impatient, like a lot of humans do. That's just, we're just impatient in nature, 
and they're going to want that bigger house. They're going to want that next step. And you're going to start seeing prices skyrocket. So what I'm telling people is, hey, buy now. I know the interest rate's high, but buy the home the way the price is now. We'll, we'll create creative ways so your payment's a little bit lower. Is it going to be at a 2.5% interest? No, it's not. But you buy it at the lower price, and then once interest rates drop, you can either resell right, or refinance. And then you know, just like the sales will go up, the, the rental market's going to go up as well. So it's just going to be... The demand is very high right now, still, even with uh, even with the high rates because of the low inventory. So that's kind of what we're seeing. So, so do you go to people's houses and say, okay, who died, who's divorced, or what's the last one? <laughs> uh, death, divorce, or downsize, right? Death like downsize. you know, you're seeing a lot of the um, baby boomers. They're, they're yeah. downsizing. They, yeah. you know, they're like, all right, you know, time to sell. Um, yeah. And we've seen, you know, a lot of our deals have been that. Luckily, that since we're local. Uh, since I'm a local, you know, uh, born and raised in the Northern Virginia area, I do have a great sphere of people and I've helped sell a lot of my friends' parents' homes yeah. and they've downsized, moved out to Myrtle Beach or downsized, moved to a 55 and order community. And, and that's kind of what we've seen a lot. Um, you know, look, you know, we have seen some death uh, uh, listings where it was inherited by uh, the siblings and, and yeah. the houses in probate. We've taken care of those. Um, and then we've seen some divorce, you know, where people have to sell and they split up and went their separate ways one reason or the other. And that's kind of what we're seeing. So, um, you know, you want to stay in front of your clients. So we stay in front of them th- through social media. We we do the old school way of, hey, just giving them a call. Hey, guys. You know, we're in the neighborhood. How are you today? How's the family? Hey, saw your post on social media and hope you guys are doing well. And, oh, shoot, Ferris, I've been meaning to call you. My cousin wants to sell a property or yeah. my my uh, uh, my nephew's ready to ready to start looking. And, and that's kind of how, you know, the old school. Um, it's brilliant natural. marketing. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's underrated. But it's yeah. brilliant marketing because it's relationship-based. You're checking mm-hmm. up on them right. and you're showing that you care and that you didn't forget about them and they weren't a transaction. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised. Maybe you won't be. And how many people, real estate agents specifically, but just, you know, it's a high ticket mm-hmm. purchase, right? <laughs> the people that are, that have that offer, high ticket offers, they just don't do that. They just don't check up on people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you have to have that personality that's willing to do that. Um, you have to get over, you know, the fear of what what they might think or what they might say. You just get over that. And and your clients, they, they when they're at their house, they do think of you every once in a while. Like, oh man, Ferris, he helped us sell us up. We haven't heard from him in a while. You don't ever want to be that guy, you know. Yeah. You want to you want to be that person that's, hey, Ferris just called us to see how we're doing. How's the house? How are the kids? You know, the school's still good. You know, if you, you know, yeah. you ask these simple questions, uh, and uh, you'd be amazed at the the response that you can get. Is that as a football playing ch- uh, kid. That yeah, I you recruit? got a kid that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> does he want to play on my? Uh, Football team, come on, bring him over. <laughs> so you don't have a kid named Dax on your team. Name who? Dax. No. Okay, no, you must be on another one. No, Anyways. I don't have a Dax. <laughs> we'll have to ask. They aim highly, so he, yeah. So. He, they they ended up pulling him out of um, the flag and put him onto the aim because yeah. Anyways, aim highs run really well. I know there's I a lot heard of that, football, but aim I've high is an amazing league. It's highly competitive. Um, there's a lot of, no offense, there's a lot of teams from Loudoun. They're like, oh, we, we won the Super Bowl over there. They come over. 
to us, and it's very hard to win a game. They're like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's flag or is it? It's flag. Okay. Yeah. The uh, Aim High does have tackle football. Also, okay. uh, they offer. Um, uh, I we haven't gotten to that yet. I think next fall, uh, both I of have. my boys will. Are tackle. they going to? I'm kind yeah. of scared. Yeah. My guy's little. Yeah. He's little. He's he's fast. <laughs> well, tell him to not get hit. Just run, hey, don't get hit. Run Just run away. <laughs> That's right. I said you better run really, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. My last question is. Um. How are you, I know you said you're going to be checking in with clients. You're just going to be like taking care of them, nurturing. How do you see Northern Virginia? Obviously, you don't have a, a crystal, ball. crystal ball. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting here. You'd yeah. be taking over the world. But <laughs> you don't have a crystal ball. But how do you see it playing out here in Northern Virginia? Shoot, by now. I'm telling you, by now. Um there are so many businesses that are coming into this area. I mean, everyone knows about the Amazon, but that, that's still, that's still people are still relocating from Seattle and other places of the country to come work for Amazon. Microsoft is, has put their foot in the ground over here. Google has put their foot in the ground. You know, Boeing wants to open up their headquarters over here. So with all these jobs, with all this money, you're going to get an influx of people from out of the area coming into the area, then home prices going up because People don't want that long commute. You know, you're going to have to go back into the office again. I think the old way, you know, I think what was great was when COVID first started, people were working from home. Oh, man, they were getting all these hours in. And then eventually people were like, well, no one's really looking at me. So I can go mow my lawn real quick. <laughs> well, people aren't looking at me. I can go take a nap. bro. And it went from very, very productive in the beginning of COVID to very non-productive. So I think a lot of CEOs are like, hey, get their butts back in the office. I want to see them. I want to make sure they're working they're on top of their game. I want that face-to-face interaction. That's going to start happening again. Uh, so I think Northern Virginia, just like it's always been, I mean, historically, this is like an area that's always thrived um, because of the government, because of whether it's private or even public sector, there's always been jobs in this area. I think once... Uh, there are job losses in other parts of the country. They're going to come to this area, and you're going to see a high demand for housing. Land of opportunity here in yeah. Northern Virginia. It is. It is. It is. So, hey, buy now because, you know, get your wealth through real estate. Get, you know, you utilize the equity that, that's going to be available because, like I said, once those interest rates do go back down, which they're predicting end of 2024 is going to start trickling back down again, 2025, by the time it's 2026, 2027, which is not that far away, you're going to have $200,000, $300,000 worth of equity from an investment property that you just took a whim on right now. That's so, um, yeah, it's going to be well, great. That's what your crystal ball says then, huh? Yeah. My crystal ball is, <laughs> hey, man, keep your real estate license for another four or five years. There we go. Because there's been over 60,000 agents in this area that have left the business because they can't maintain. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are in it are going to thrive like crazy. And you want to be a part of a team with a mentor like myself, um, you know, and my mentor is great as well. They're, they're doing really well, Casey Sampson. Um, uh, but uh, you want to be a part of a team that knows what they're doing and you want to get on board with that um, when, when it does come, when it does come. So yeah. that's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Yeah, you're I welcome. Appreciate my pleasure. your time and you sharing so freely of your resources. Of course, <laughs> of course, anytime.
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Alamon Show. If you are a business owner, you are in the Northern Virginia area, or you're willing to come out and visit us here in our Leesburg studio, and you've been in business for at least five years, I invite you to apply or nominate a guest for an upcoming show. Go to alamonphotography.com and click on podcast, where you'll find a link to nominate a guest. And thanks as always for listening.